This is Pierre Bouvier, lead singer of the band Simple Plan. I could sing a song for you, Wine 30, with Andrew and Lindsay. Here we go. Andrew and Lindsay hosting Wine 30. Andrew and Lindsay. Through all the best and many more years to come tonight. I'm just a kid. Many more years to come. Peace. Hey listeners, it's Lindsay from Wine30, and I'm so excited to tell you about the podcast Sydney in the Sheets. Each episode, Sydney Page and her friends talk about incredible ways to help you transform your life in and out of the bedroom. So you're probably tired of sex podcasts that focus on how to please your man. Then Sydney in the Sheets is the perfect podcast for you. There are a lot of other sex podcasts out there, but they can be intimidating. Sydney in the Sheets feels more like a real conversation you'd have with your girlfriends. Not enough people talk about how to make sex a better experience for women, and Sydney in the Sheets is a sex positive podcast made by women for women. Sydney and her friends will talk about losing your virginity, body count, purity culture, sex positions, lube, and everything in between. They'll talk about the good, the bad, the uncomfortable, and the embarrassing parts of sex and relationships because no one should be having bad sex. I'm going to play a brief preview of Sydney in the Sheets now, and while you're listening, make sure to follow Sydney in the Sheets on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. You can also listen ad-free by subscribing to Wandry Plus in Apple Podcasts or the Wandry app. I know this show is a sex podcast. I'm aware, but sex isn't just about when you do it. It's also about the times that you're not doing it. And as of when you may be listening, I've made the decision to be celibate. Let me explain. I think sex is so wonderful and I obviously love it, but I don't fully have a healthy relationship with casual sex. I don't think it's for me right now and it may never be for me. Casual sex totally works for some people, but I've come to realize I don't think I like it. Celibacy and sobriety are two issues I have a lot of passion about. I've gone sober for many periods of my life, and I'm mostly sober at the moment. I will be doing an episode on this, so stay tuned. But what celibacy is going to look like for me is no more casual sexual interactions. I don't have guilt after them. I just don't like how I feel. I slept with someone who'd been super nice to me who I didn't know very well. They were very interested in me and really wanted to, and in the moment, I was feeling it also. But I have no complaints about the sex itself, but afterwards, I just felt so badly. I just had the, why did I do this replaying in my head over and over and over? And I physically cringe when thinking about it because I can't get why I did it. It felt great in the moment, but after, I just felt worse than before, which is hard to admit. This is why I will never preach to you about what I think perfect sex looks like. He was great in bed, super giving, very into me, nice setting, and good intellectual chemistry. But I felt terrible not having that deep romantic connection afterwards. Sex isn't a one-size-fits-all. I think even with the way that sex is becoming destigmatized, a lot of the time people still feel pressured to engage in it in a certain way. I've had more friends, granted they're all women, tell me how they felt this need to partake in casual sex or casual hookups. A lot of the time they did this because they thought it would lead to a relationship with the guy or they didn't want anyone to dismiss them as boring or as a prude. And honestly, I felt that way too. Given my growing platform, the way I can give all of you the best advice for in and out of the bedroom is by only engaging in activities I truly want to. I've had some recent hookups 
It's not like we went all the way every time, but in these hookups, I think part of why I did it was because I wanted the guy to pursue me romantically afterwards or because I wanted to feel wanted physically. And then after it was done, when he didn't pursue me or that short-term desire was no longer there, I felt empty. A lot of my friends said this is something especially common in college just because of how available sex is, which sounds weird even to say. To be extremely clear though, I made these sexual choices with my own free will and there was no coercion or force used on me. I just have been truly taking time to reflect on why I made these choices for myself. Celibacy is something I recommend for everyone to try at least once in their lives. Conscious celibacy can be very healing and beneficial. To be clear, I don't think that engaging or not engaging in celibacy makes someone a better person. I just personally think exploring different lifestyles is simply beneficial for anyone in general. I know that I can be an impulsive person, and because I'm in the ending of a relationship, I can sense myself wanting to seek that validation from other men physically, and I never feel good afterwards, so I'm choosing and putting myself first by deciding to take a break from sex. Kissing is good and maybe some over-the-clothing touching or whatever, but I've decided that I don't want to have sex until I'm in a relationship again, and I mean real boyfriend-girlfriend exclusive relationship. I don't know how long that will be, but I guess we'll see. I still have so many stories and tips for all of you and amazing guests who are fully engaging of lots of sexual activities, so I promise that we will keep getting down and dirty. So normalizing sex also means normalizing not doing it. While there's slut-shaming, there's also prude-shaming. Celibacy has such a negative context for a lot of people, especially those who may have been religious or exposed to it. But I truly feel empowered by this choice because I'm making it. When you make a decision, you should feel good about it. You are never obligated to behave in any type of way. Now, in going celibate, I must acknowledge, I like sex. I would say I definitely have a higher than average sex drive, especially now after stopping birth control and because I'm on spironolactone. I feel like a 15-year-old boy going through puberty all over again. Self-pleasure is a total great solution to this. I will say, I may go out with my friends, but I know my vibrator is there when I come home. I do not know what I would do without it. You know, masturbation, like there's this debate of vibrators and sex toys versus not using them. My friends and I were chatting one day and one of my friends goes, yeah, I don't really love vibrators. I like going acoustic. And honestly, that still cracks me up. I'm personally too lazy for acoustic. But if you're not into going acoustic either, I recommend the Satisfier Pro too. Nothing else to add there besides knowing I'll need it as I'm getting into celibacy. Part of why I'm also choosing celibacy is a bit out of the ordinary. So I've never been shy about the fact that I can finish or orgasm very easily. Like I honestly would say it takes me on average probably less than two minutes and I've never had an encounter where I didn't finish multiple times. Now, I know how incredibly rare this is, but what many of you don't know about finishing is that when we have sex, breastfeed, orgasm, and give birth, female brains release the pleasure hormone oxytocin, which is also known as the love hormone. And what is insanely interesting about this to me is that this hormone releases to help us create that bond, either the partner or the baby. And I am sincerely amazed by all of the insane things that the body does, but particularly the female body. I did my chemistry final project in high school on the chemistry of falling in love, which is how I learned all of this. But I don't know if I'm just overly affected by the oxytocin or something, because after I sleep with someone, I normally feel this insane connection to the person. Even if the sex was really casual, like, first time meeting casual, I will not be able to get them out of my brain for some reason. And it's just so much worse if they're cute because then I'm really in for it. Because I just feel so profoundly affected and feel much more intense bond after sex, I realize that I need to be cognizant of the person and the context I'm doing it in. 
Again, I know that everyone listening has different needs and opinions, so I think it's important that we have space to discuss these things openly. You just heard a special preview of Sydney in the Sheets. Follow Sydney in the Sheets on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. You can also listen early and ad-free when you subscribe to Wondery Plus and Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app.